take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from recording in a nerdy spank den to the whimpering death of individual creativity on the internet. My name is <laughs> Phil, with me is Frank, Yo. Mike, Yo. and Sam. That last one, but completely unironically. Yeah. 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 It's it, sometimes I'm glad we're as small as we are just because we're out of the we're out of the sights. And that uh, we're not, and that we're not on YouTube at least any longer. It, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, believe me, you'll know soon enough. Is it is a spank den a cave or a room in a house? Mm. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Okay. Where wherever the dick gets stroked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, welcome. What we're actually here to talk about is all of the metal and hardcore that we've dug up, mostly from Bandcamp, sometimes from other sources. Mm -hmm. Occasionally. Occasionally. And I believe Mike is starting us off with recommendations this yes, week. Yes, sir. Sammy, you ready for this sweet Cthulhu reference uh, from The Winds of Leng? <gasps> sweet Cthulhu references. Mm. some fucking deadlift death metal right there <laughs> just just Ooh. blatantly break into some black metal riffs some tremellos man <laughs> this this hit a balance for me this struck a note for me that i am constantly looking for in death metal and that is decent production <laughs> that is still crushingly heavy in every way shape and this 
beat my fucking head in. I'm actually feeling the pain right now. Uh, I've never fucking, I've never fucking wishlisted something so fast. And I just realized that their CD is completely sold out. And that makes me mad. <laughs> no, like you think, you think I'm just like being hyperbolic. I'm legit kind of mad that they're out of CDs. I hear you, dude. I mean, hopefully they'll restock soon. But uh, that CD you're... Fucking uh, hope they uh, do. The CD you're talking about is called Hard Dominion. Mm. And that was the track, The Color. God it's damn it. I'm like only assuming... Hard. It sounded yeah, like you I said hope. Hard Dominion I when he meant Horrid Dominion. What did I say? You it's, did. It's, it sounded a lot like you said Hard Dominion. Hard yeah. Dominion. <laughs> what, take me to the I plateaus mean, and blow the wind through my hand. I mean... I'm all for taking a trip to the dimension of boners, but you know, <laughs> let's stick to this for now. Well, I'm in. Uh, for saying, you know, super like the black metal vocals are so vicious. Yeah, Very much so. you know, it's funny. I always like I'll always scroll down to the tags real quick, see what they consider themselves, and I was like, well, I hear the death metal. Yeah, mm-hmm. certainly hear the death metal, and I was like, I wonder where the black metal is going to come in. And we hit that chorus, and I was like, Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, and it's nice, it's aggressive. Yes, and it's uh, I I I gotta agree with Sam on this one. Hearing that with good production is also just a fucking a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly, I feel like it's one of the most difficult things to do when writing especially something as as extreme as death metal and black metal to strike that balance between decent production and still staying heavy and aggressive like it can you imagine you can do such purists that they just drop the fucking the quality during the chorus it sounded like (laughs) two completely different recording sessions (laughs) it's like oh we 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 went from a professional studio to oh we recorded this in a boom box inside a metal (laughs) trash can in mono in mono yeah Yeah. we didn't like we didn't pan this at all fuck you you didn't deserve it all right well that would have been pretty funny get on over to windsofling.bandcamp.com and next up lang lang by the way being spelled l-e-n-g true a little bit of rotten cold tom
you like that? I liked it a lot. There's it's like 17 or 18 other tracks on that <laughs> album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in true grind fashion. But how much like quality was in that two minutes? Uh, a lot. Mm, that fuzzy bass, that fucking <sighs> distortion. It, it, oh, it's definitely on the on the end of the grind spectrum that's like way more in my wheelhouse. Yeah, like uh, ground. Yeah. In, in a way, because they, they keep it fucking exciting while they're slamming through. But... um. You know, I I understand that the phrase uh, quality over quantity is a phrase that's kind of been beaten to death. But you know what? Sometimes it really does apply. What about quality and, think... and quantity? <laughs> yeah. Can okay. You have... you can, it's, I well, mean... I mean, in the world of grind, this is a pretty uh, short album as far as track numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a hundred plus songs of fucking grind. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Uh, I, I also yeah, grind. Uh, it's funny because as short as grind albums tend to be, a lot of them really do try my patience. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you wouldn't you wouldn't think they would, but sometimes they do. Yeah, I, like it's it's a love hate for me with grind. I, I can yeah. some grind. And this might be one of the exceptions, but some of it I can really only do for like 20 minutes because it's just aggressively uh, just noisy. Like it borders on noise, but Mm -hmm. it's really fast, annoying noise. A lot of of it really (laughs) does border on being unlistenable. Um, But I I also love that this, you know, there's one fucking comment on here and this guy basically just puts them up there with like... He says for fans of, and then list like every great fucking grindcore band ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've also got to mention the through Slunden there. So yeah, I saw yeah. Slunden. I'm like, nah, these guys are coming in. If this guy knows Slunden, he's digging it, and I'm digging it. These guys yeah. are coming in. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't listen to Slund particularly often, but I will say that like they're. I love how fun they are. Yeah. They're, they're uh-huh. so fucking goofy. Listen, we. I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. The number of grind albums that I listen to on a regular basis is probably under the, the 12 mark. You could probably count the number of grind albums I listen to regularly on two hands. And anyone who's listened to the show long enough will probably have heard at least a, le- at least a few of them. But yeah, I mean, this. I think I could get into this. I think I might be willing to. Well, it's, it's certainly not strict grind. There's mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of the the hardcore elements in there. There's a lot of like crust and D beat elements in there, especially those that fucking bass. Y- yeah, and the bass utilization, like you know, I feel like they really do utilize their seventeen tracks to do some dynamic shit. Like they get almost like uh, Ken mode with the bass in certain sections. Like oh, shit. cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so fucking. Uh, I forgot to mention on Winds of Lang, uh, they're from Arizona. That album was released in 2017. But Rotten Cold, this is off the album Grind Culture, and we just listened to Smiles to Fake. And they're from Austria, and this was released September of this year. Very nice. <clears throat> yeah, dude. So get over to rotten-cold.bandcamp.com and, and check that out. If you like, oh, use okay. some nice pulverizing dynamic grind. Ooh. Polarizing dynamic grind. Grind. PD. Yeah, I feel like that's a great. I feel like that's a great acronym. P PDG. Mm. Yeah, ah. that's yeah. Yeah, I guess that brings it to me, huh? Yep. Mm. 
I got a, I got something a little bit different for you guys today. Oh. Uh, you know, it's. I like bringing in things once in a while that are, that well, a lot of people would think are very much outside my wheelhouse, and sometimes they really are. But I don't know, man. Uh, my friend who suggested this to me was like. I don't really know if you'll like this. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I won't be upset if you don't. And I ended up fucking loving it. Like, I have no complaints about this album whatsoever at this point. And trying to find a, a single clip to encompass everything that this album does was next to impossible. And I mean, we're going to be listening to a two-minute clip. So just I want you guys to bear in mind, even this extended clip of this of, of this band is not even close to describing what they do in full. So, Tom, I'm just going to let you play it. between the uh the guitarist and the drummer there is just beautiful yeah yeah if you want to if you want to talk about a band who must have rehearsed the shit out of these songs yeah yeah like this i mean when you were listening to this to this at any point did you think oh this band's fucking around no probably no, not no. no they might and actually, i can they might fall into that no. like super serious uh, oh no we we don't we do not drink while we play <laughs> <laughs> i don't see i don't that's not really what i was working for but i think i think they definitely take their music seriously mm-hmm. i mean the see the god it's again it's i've been trying to figure out a way to like adequately describe this album in this band because i'm i'm just starting my dive into this band's output and i have 
it appears to uh, it appears I have quite a bit of work to do because there's four other full there appear to be four other full length albums, and apparently all of them are as long as th- this album is like over an hour I believe, close to or over an hour, and man if all of them are as fucking insane experimental and twisted as this is I think it's going to be a really interesting journey, but that my friends was a band called shamash or shamash i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it it's spelled s-c-h-a-m-m-a-s-c-h and that album was called hearts of no light it is their newest release that came out uh just a few days ago as a matter of fact on the 8th yeah i just like that there are at least two black metal bands that i know of that you're a fan of that sound like someone trying to say your name with a speech impediment (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i thought i thought there were only going to be a couple of good black (laughs) i thought there were going to be like two good black metal releases this year and now i'm wrong because now it turns out there's three that i know of (laughs) so by the way that track was called ego sum omega and you can head over to shamash.bandcamp.com for real go don't use this album as background music. Don't just listen to it while you're doing something else. Sit down and actually listen to this album through, like from beginning to end, like pay attention to it because I guarantee you, even if you do, you will not catch everything, like not even close to everything that happens in, throughout the course of this album. Uh, imagine how, imagine how much you'd miss if it was just background noise. Yeah. But what if it's background noise while you're baiting? <laughs> what is is that supposed to like make it is that supposed to change things it doesn't it doesn't yeah i I don't think you understand the what if it's the foreground noise while you're baiting right like that's actually what you're paying attention to you're baiting to this music yeah okay well he he's like well what if it's background noise if you're baiting which didn't change anything but if it's for if it's what you're jerking off to Maybe you'll have some sort of like pseudo religious experience. Who knows? Let or me know how that is. Jerk your dick off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, first of all, sheets. Frank. I feel like if you actually tried it, you'd probably just like have a stroke at some point. <laughs> oh, there'd be many strokes. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just keep laying up, Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know what like the members of this band would think. It was like, oh, this band, this podcast is talking about us, and then they're, just, oh, it's just a guy, a bunch of dudes making <laughs> jerk off references, <laughs> jerk off jokes. Goddamn! But what if that was their actual intent? <laughs> oh God! Well, if it is, the then perfect it soundtrack for masturbating. Filthy Coomer. You like you remember that? Remember that sketch? That comedy sketch? Don't jerk off to this like the picture of the bowl of fruit is no. this, it, oh my god just go on youtube and just go on youtube and type in don't jerk off to this you'll find what i'm talking about but yeah this this is some really interesting uh sort of experimental avant-garde black metal but at the same time it manages to be completely and totally listenable i know some people think that those are contradictory statements like well if it's experimental how can it be listenable i'm like shut up this man does it yeah, so don't don't be ridiculous. It's yeah, come on. It's like, oh, that's silly. But yeah, that's that's my casual single for the day. I'm making it count. Very nice. That brings it on to me. What you, you got do. for us, buddy? I got some goodness from New York. 
Goes by the name Good. of uh, Despair Wolf. <laughs> God. Tom, play the track. into where that was going yeah 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 that was uh that was the track to gloved off the ep oh. nix which came out fucking last month i mean to to mix like crust and black metal and fucking melodic hardcore <laughs> yep. in the way that they did it's just they they hit all the right fucking notes for me i was gonna say this is like this is really some like the pinnacle of what like that whole neo cross like movement can really fucking do. Yeah. Like, cause there's moments you're listening to it. You're like, I, it's that you're, you're picking up all those elements from different, from those different genres. You're like, mm-hmm. at, at a certain point you're like, this is melodic hardcore. You're like, no, this is straight black metal at this point. This is, but it, it melds so perfectly. Yeah. There's a lot in there that reminded me of witch hunt, which is dope. Also, it's just, it's fucking noisy and still aggressive. I fucking <clears throat> love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. investigate that a little further. This was a uh, this was an instant buy for me. Um, and to get it, just go on over to despairwolf.bandcamp.com. I will. Nice. Mm. All right. So that brings it to me. Mm-hmm. I found both of these in like 10 minutes today <laughs> uh and i enjoyed the shit out of all of it tom go ahead and roll it
Oh, so angry. Yeah. Fittingly, <sighs> as the band's name is Primitive Rage, and that was the track Disappointed But Not Surprised off of Driven by Hatred. Oh, let's not, let's not kid around. That was tactical anger right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was thought out. <laughs> yeah, they got wishlisted as well. I mean, that was that, that is exactly what I need this week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's feeling that. feeling that man this is one of those things where i clicked on and i was just like just fucking just let this roll until i hear a sound clip (laughs) and uh i mean there were plenty of them but i settled on this which i think is a, a pretty good display of what they do which you've got elements of like really sort of heavy you might call it beat down hardcore you've got elements of death metal and there's just that nice little touch of chaos yeah, those guitar mm-hmm. runs in there. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Uh, but they're based out of Springfield, Missouri, and you can find them at primitiveragehc.bandcamp.com. <clears throat> All right, and I got one more for us here. Uh, this one, uh, honestly, I mostly just found really interesting. Tom? see a hardcore show in london (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to assume but that definitely sounded like some some european hardcore oh yeah yeah it's it's as london as it gets these guys fit right in with like fucking um holy shit why am i blanking (coughs) on the name right now because that's how memories work knuckle Mm -hmm. dust Mm -hmm. uh Anyway, that was Infraction, and that was the track No Excuses off the album No Excuses for Failure. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm about it. Yeah. Like, based on what I heard, I'm, I'm about it. 
I, I, I love the attitude. And I, and especially in that track, uh, dear God, has it been relatable recently? Just mm -hmm. hearing motherfuckers bitch about shit that they're not doing anything <laughs> for themselves with. It's like, all the goddamn time, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I just love that fucking, I love, I love when that sort of shit's brought to heart. It's, it's a kick in the teeth. It's like, Hey, some of this shit's your fault, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like how I feel every time I hear toxic narcotics. Shut the fuck up. Just yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which, it, which I to this day I I just oh it's so fucking good. But I mean on like, top oh, of uh, you know on top of that the the weird sort of almost bluesy riffs uh, at yeah. the beginning the you know it, it kind of a. Oh. A late '80s throwback. Uh, the the not quite screamed vocals. Yeah, you know that was like a honestly. There's a part of me in the very, especially in the very beginning, that thought, "Do you think this band was listening to Cowboys from Hell before they wrote this?" Because yes, may, may, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I feel I feel like that. I feel like there's a little bit of that early Pantera influence. Oh, in there's there. yeah. I there's mean, definitely a yeah. touch of Pantera. No question. Oh, yeah. I I'm hearing I'm hearing the Cowboys from Hell and vulgar display of power uh, touches in there. I mean I feel like that's what they are, but oh man, you beat me yeah. to it. It was literally the next thing I was gonna say. <laughs> wish, but, wish 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 listed though wish listed for sure. Well, if you want to do the same, you can head over to infractionhc.bandcamp.com, and that'll bring God. us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. Mm. We're, of course, talking about the Brutal Brews. Oh, you have no idea how fucking happy I am about this, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going back to, uh, 33 years for this one. This is an oldie but a goodie. Tom, why don't you just oh, roll yeah. that track? We hold each other closer As we shift to overdrive And everything goes rushing by with every nerve alive We move so fast It seems as though We've taken to the sky Love machines in harmony We hear the engines cry Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> oh man, I am never 
never not in the mood to hear this. Never. Co correct. So, that was the track Turbo Lover from Judas Priest's <laughs> 1986 release, Turbo. Oh, man. Yeah, Priest rules so fucking hard. They do. And God, this is like, a... This, for, for some people, this is a very, like... Uh, split polarizing. album yeah that polarizing yeah uh where like it's either you love it or you hate it I, i'm pretty sure all of us are in the camp that we fucking love it yeah i mean you either uh, like good shit or you're dumb <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just i would say in the last years i don't i really do not know what sparked it the closest guess i can make is when i just randomly started listening to the painkiller album for some reason, the past year or so, I have been getting heavy into Priest. Like, really. And for me, it's been all about Defenders of the Faith, Painkiller, and you know what? Turbo. Like, I, I don't know. Because I remember hearing, it's like, people, like you said, Frank, it, it's it's polarizing. Everyone I, I talked to about Judas Priest said one of two things. Either, oh man, Turbo's a fucking piece of shit. It's a fucking horrible album. There's nothing good about it. Or they're like... No, dude, Turbo fucking rules. But like, yeah, it's kind of corny, but it was made in the mid-80s. And right, you know like, what? Once I went li and listened to Turbo in full, I was like, yeah, of, it's a little cornball, but it, that's part of the fun. Oh, I mean, everything from Priest is a little cornball. Yeah, what no, the fuck look, are you I'm, talking I'm, about? I'm telling you, I know, it's unbiased. It's uh... amazing to me how, how people will say that, and then they'll just go listen to Painkiller and pretend as if the fucking, open, the fucking title track, to the, the vocals on that title track aren't ridiculously silly and over the top you guys know i'm not fluent on the entire discography and the takeaway from that wasn't that it was like anything other than wow this sounds like the fucking 80s even to that little like guitar trick at the end i'm like that was so fucking baller so this was it, it it is quite literally the aesthetic of 1986 yeah so, like so, like summed up in one track I think that's cool turbo shit. lover turbo lover to me like, do you have any idea how many fucking bars I have blared this at? Whenever I could find it. Uh, oh so my god! This was the first time that they used guitar synthesizers, which I might have been like, you know, an is issue that why with... it almost sounded like it could be a synthwave uh, track? Almost, like real believe, far away. Squint I, your eyes. I believe they also used an electronic drum kit uh, on portions or all of this album. Is it? There's moments of this song where instead of just being that like traditional heavy metal sound like you're you're verging into like that like <clears throat> dancey um, that dancey like almost like 80s pop like drive to it like mm -hmm. but as cheesy as it is it's fucking I great i think it, it's on brand as, as shit i don't right yeah it's, it is fantastic yeah it's it's light and it's fun like it fuck it's still fucking judas priest writing it which means that the the actual song craftsmanship is still fucking there. Did you not hear those delicious leads? Like, <laughs> it, it was yeah, like it's amazing to me. It's like do, like do not sit there and do my man's Glenn Tipton and KK Downing like that. Yo, don't don't do them dirty like that. The way I see it is straight up. It was priests taking advantage of a new set of sounds. Yes. Yeah. Other other people did it too at the time. Like I'm yeah. everybody. Yeah. Did it at the time. Don't let anybody See, fuck with you. And here's the thing. Some bands did it more successfully than others. I feel like 
Judas Priest pulled it off successfully. Well, it's like it, this is a weird comparison, but I've I've had a lot of talks with people uh, about the fucking about the Black Keys, right? And I always talk to some people who are like, "Yeah, I love those. I love the early albums when it just sounded like a when it was just bluesy." And it's like, cool. And then they worked <laughs> with a really cool, cool. hip hop producer and did some of their best albums. Like, did you want, like, how many fucking albums can you do that sound like fucking unreleased Creedence Clearwater demos? You know, like, you gotta fucking, you gotta fucking grow and do something interesting. Otherwise, you same motherfuckers would be like, yeah, they put out the same album 15 times. You're right. Yeah, it's it's amazing how, like, extreme metal fans will complain about bands, like, trying new things in their sound, but then will turn around and just be like, like, oh man, fucking obituary released the same album over and over again, which they do. Like, I don't, I don't think obituary are interesting as a band, but come on, you have to see the contradiction inherent in what you're saying. Yeah, like, just everyone in the, everyone in the, just not even the metal scene, but all the music scenes in general. Yes, who exactly. Have the, who have, who hold this, who kind of have that mindset, guys? Come on, all of you, everywhere, no matter what you listen to, come on. Stop and think about what you're saying here, everybody. Yeah. So, Please. Also, apparently a little fun fact. Um, Judas Priest were the first ones apparently asked for uh, for a song for the soundtrack to Top Gun. <laughs> really? <laughs> and they apparently this, turned it down because they thought it was going to be a flop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, we could have been, like, been listening to Reckless during, like, Top Gun, but no. <laughs> no. Oh, that hurts so hard! Like, but by the way, but because Frank, I I did I did know that Frank, and I'm also kind of sad about it. But at the same time, we did get fucking Danger Zone. Oh yeah, I like, mean, but also like how like how great would it have been? Tom Cruise soaring through the sky while Judas Priest is playing. I don't <laughs> I don't think people could have could have handled the heavy at the time. Oh no no no! Dicks would literally explode from all the testosterone. But honestly, honestly, I, I God, I would love nothing more to have had Van Halen, Kenny Loggins, and Judas Priest on the same soundtrack. That would just been like too much for me. Yeah, that'd be but, incredible. By the way, uh, I don't, I don't know if anyone realizes this. If you, I'm sure everyone listening, to, everyone here in the chat does. But anyone listening, if you have never seen the video to Turbo Lover. Please oh. do yourself oh. a favor. Oh. Go to YouTube right now. Watch the music video for Turbo Lover because it is utterly fantastic. <laughs> That's a word for it. It is, it is of, true something else. All of their videos were oh. something. I mean, even going back to like Breaking the Law. Oh my god. Rob Halford it, and his very early thinning hair. <laughs> see, I don't know. See, if there is one band... Just, I mean, long before Guar weren't taking themselves seriously at all, Judas Priest were not taking themselves seriously at all. No. Like, he, this is a band who just, they realized how silly it all was, and they just took complete and total advantage of it and rolled with it. Halford they played must it have been, all completely straight. Halford must have been laughing his ass off for years about how many dudes were acting hard to songs that he wrote about banging dudes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, here's here's another fun fact for you. Uh, 
to to anyone who's familiar with the PMRC and their uh, their list of like the was it like the dirty fifteen, the, the filthy, filthy fifteen or something? My, you know what? The track that made me initially start listening to Judas Priest was the track that was the track of Judas Priest that ended up on there, which is "Eat Me Alive" off of mm-hmm. Defenders of the Faith. And guess what? To this day, that is still my favorite Judas Priest song. I mean, were people so, not paying I, but, attention I, to songs like Hellbent for Leather and Ram It Down? <laughs> what did you know <laughs> that was about? Which, by, the, by the way, go look up the lyrics to Eat Me Alive or listen very closely to them because they are great. They oh, are yeah. Utterly. F- it's amazing to me how many people, like Phil said, will who try to act fucking hard and then go listen to songs like Eat Me Alive. Like, okay, guys, sure. Okay. It's, it's great. I fucking. Oh, uh, I band, band, is, band is so good. Rob Rob Halford is a treasure who must be protected at all costs. Now, we need a beer to go with this album. I am very very curious to this hear what you're. Such an with. interesting choice. Yep. Oh. So, there's a uh, a little brewery known as White Birch Brewing, and they're very well versed in doing you know good old Berliners. And this is part of their small batch series called the Purple Monster. And we've got a nice blueberry pineapple Berliner. And guess what? It's light. It's fucking fruity. It's just fun to drink. It's got that nice, like, Berliners are always sort of sour adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the way that that played off of the pineapple and blueberry is fantastic. It is. It's melded beautifully. Like, and there's there's some people who, I, I still don't understand why, um, they don't want fruit in their beer. And I get over it. It's fucking delicious. There's certain styles where it, it helps. Like, why would you not want to pair, like, whatever. Because people are fucking assholes. <laughs> I mean, do you, you, do know you what? not like a I, good fucking cherry in your Manhattan? What the fuck? You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't care really what you put in my beer as long as it doesn't harm me and as long as it works. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that fucking matters. I mean, there are certainly flavors of beer that I avoid because I don't care. For them. Like, I don't like pumpkin, so I don't drink pumpkin ales. Well, yeah. Uh, if you don't like pumpkin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but to go is like, oh, you can't put that in a beer, bitch. I'm throwing it in the vat right now. Fuck you. Stop me. I'm sorry. Like, most of any of these, like, uh, any of the sour beers, any of that, throw all the fucking fruit in there you want. It is always awesome. Oh, I am 1,000. I have zero shame. I mean, all of October, I drank all of the pumpkin ales. Good. And, and obviously, October fish, because you just that's what you do in october yes but like yeah fucking if you can do something interesting and a berliner is screaming for fruit pairings correct that's hey, listen do you, do you not drink fucking wheat beers because of the fucking orange peel like shut the <laughs> fuck up listen <laughs> fruit and berliners go together much like certain metal and you know guitar synthesizers do it just works sometimes <laughs> You gotta let it happen. You gotta have fun. Mm-hmm. I, Look, I I understand. I what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just saying right now. You don't have to like Turbo. 
nobody is saying that you have to. I mean, I, I think it's ridiculous if you don't. It's stupid fun. You don't have to like fruit in your beer, but you know what? Don't tell me that I can't enjoy it. Exactly. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna I'm gonna drink this fucking peach ale and listen to fucking Turbo Lover. So go fuck yourself. There you go. So what you need to do is also the nice thing is, granted they're only uh like five and a half percent, but they come in sixteen ounce cans, which is nice. Yes. So grab yourself a four pack of the Purple Monster by White Birch Brewing. Throw on Turbo by Judas Priest and have yourself a good time. Nice. Right on. I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got we got a couple things. Oh, Literally yeah. a, a couple things. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, any show announcements or anything? Oh, fuck. You know what? There absolutely are, and I did not prepare for mm-hmm. that at <laughs> all. Let's see. What do we got? Ooh, I know. Fuck me. Let me pull it up. Someone talk about something. I'm an idiot. You're good. Um, we'll play the first track. Uh, Perfect World PR has let us listen to Teeth. The track Vessel is the track off the upcoming album Curse of Entropy. Tom? was uh all balls that, that was that one bit there got ooh, that twisted my face <laughs> yeah i know oh my yeah you know uh i don't know if it's technical i don't know if you call it that or it just that just pummeled you that did um I, I got like it like brushed up against like vitriol for me a little bit yeah i can see that you know 
Um, but no, nah, fuck, sweet, perfect world, killing it, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pull up. There is one show where that I should announce, and go. it's a it's a big one. Go for it. And hopefully, uh, y'all listen to the show early because uh, it is this Wednesday, November thirteenth, at eight p.m. at the Voltage Lounge. We've got Marauder and Leeway. Mm. And, of course, opening is I Am, Age of Apocalypse, Contrast of Sin, and Frost Coffin. It's a midweek fucking banger. I don't know if my old ass is going to be able to handle it or not. We'll see how I'm feeling come Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> but, ooh, man, if you can make that do. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I, I, I wouldn't feel bad if I don't make it is that we've seen both of them. Yep. Uh, fairly recently, but I still that would be a killer fucking. I know, show. and I'd like to they, theoretically like to see I am too because they're fuck good. Yeah. Oh my god, and especially at Voltage. Yeah. It's a it's a really cool, really small venue. Uh, that there's a good possibility that will sell out. So buy tickets if you're if you're definitely planning on going. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, we got one more. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Iron Price video. Tom. Do you really want it? Do you want to deal with this? Do you really want it? Do you want to deal with it? Broken, let fight. Broken, let fight. Do you really want to invest yourself in a pig who's giving up on life? Broken, let Sam got the link a little late. He's probably still That's listening. Okay. Did you get a chance I heard to enough. hear? Okay. I heard enough of it. Good, good, good. I was, I was literally <laughs> going to halt recording for you to listen to it because I don't want to talk about know, this without you. And you know what? All I can say is that I am just even more upset 
than I was and that I have been for the last two years that I missed Iron Price my first time in Philly because fuck me. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny. The first time I saw them, they opened for Shai Halud and I saw I think it was their bassist uh, standing outside. I walked up to him and I'm like, yo, what the fuck was your name again? You guys were heavy as shit. And he's like, oh, thanks, we're Iron Price. And he hands me a fucking demo CD. And I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, ever since, I've always had a soft spot for him. Uh, but yeah, fucking Iron Price is ridiculous. Yeah, um, I mean, I'd like I'd like confirmation on this, but I'm going to speculate. The album's called uh, Big Coffin Hunters. And yes. that's, that's big. Uh, that's a big reference to the, to the Dark Tower. And I'm um, curious if I'm correct about that or if it just happened to be coincidence. Because um, I'd like to know more about that, let's, let's be honest. But uh, that was the track, Pig. And mm-hmm. uh, let's see if we... <clears throat> November 29th is going to be our release date. There cool. we go. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Everyone's dropping shit still. on us still. God, dude, it, fuck, another two and a half weeks before this shit drops. This is driving me insane. I know. I know <sighs> the feeling. Yep, 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 you do. Oh, well. Anyway, I yeah, think hey. uh, that'll about do it for us here on From the Pit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we let you go, let me remind everyone that you can find all of your From the Pit needs at fthepit.com, patreon.com slash fromthepit. Uh, download regardless of where you're listening if you're listening on iTunes leave us a five star please <laughs> it really helps share the episode around yeah if possible yeah man Sh- you know yeah especially with your friends shit yeah especially share. with your friends who yeah. don't listen to metal or hardcore they're the ones I want to reach the most <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 they'll 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 love the first act of this show tonight <laughs> oh yeah man. yeah totally that's that's exactly what I'm aiming that's, for. That's a that's a nice stepping stone band for you. Toss them right in with the sharks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I kind of sped through it, but y'all get the gist. Yes. Yeah. Um, with that, y'all know what it is. It seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>